Yo, 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 welcome to Best Finesse's Podcast, episode 20. I'm your host, Sir Joshua. Yes, the 20th episode of Best Finesse's Podcast. Yes, we keep moving, we keep grinding. You can't fucking stop, especially throughout these times. And uh, like I said last week, uh, I'll be, you know, dedicating this whole month of June to black entrepreneurship throughout my friends, throughout people that I know, throughout all the states that I've lived in. I just want to pay homage to the black men out here, black females also, and people of color that have their own business that are striving to be an entrepreneur. And uh, today, I got a good friend calling in, man. I've been knowing this guy for a couple of years. I met him out in Cali back in 2016, you know, and, uh, you know, we've been we've been tight. Ever since, man. You know, he from Denver, Colorado. I was in Denver back in 2018. He showed me a good time. You know, I just want to pay homage. He also has his own business, but this motherfucker used to hoop. He didn't hoop everywhere. He got some game on him. We're going to give him a call, man. Hello? What's up, man? This is Sir Joshua from the Best Finesse's Podcast. What's up? What's up, man? How you doing? Man, I'm good, man. Uh, for all the listeners that don't know, this is my homeboy, Kobe Johnson. Yes, sir. What's up? What you been doing? What you been doing? Not much, man. You know, I had to get up, get my morning morning little smoothie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. What kind of smoothie? Uh, It's mango, banana, strawberry. With a little probiotic, uh, little smoothie mix. Okay, 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 man. So, 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 you know, I'm dedicating this whole month of June to Black entrepreneurs, and I wanted to put you on the episode because I know you just started your own business. Can you tell the listeners about your new up and coming business? Yeah, man. So it's um, <clears throat> excuse me, it's um. An auto detailing business. It's a mobile auto detailing business where uh, it's one of one mobile auto detailing. Okay. Uh, one okay. Mobile, one of one mobile auto. One of one mobile details on Instagram. Um. So yeah. So basically, we do the insta- We do maintenance details. We do maintenance washes, full details. We offer a disinfected service. Um. And so yeah, we you come to us. We get your car right. And you know, get your car looking like new. Yes, know? sir, man. Yeah, I wanna uh I wanna double back and rewind for the listeners out there. I wanna tell all the listeners how me and you linked up, you know, uh back in twenty sixteen in Susanville, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what it is, man. Yeah, man. So I was a student assistant at Lassen Community College, uh located in Susanville, California. And I met Kobe, man. He was finishing up his sophomore season, man. And and uh, we vibed out, man. And we always put our ideas together. And fast forward in 2020, we both, I have my own podcast. He got his own business. But can you tell the listeners your basketball history? Man, so, uh, yeah. It, it was a journey. Be, be detailed, too. You know, you know met, met my boy, Josh, you know, assistant coach. Met him, you know, first day in the dorms. <laughs> Sold him some packs. <laughs> you know what it is. Man, so, but, man, um, man, man, man. But yeah, other than that, man, you know, Jonathan's like a brother to me. 
since day one. You know, it is uh, my basketball route. You know, uh, played there all conference. Okay. Uh, ended up transferring, and I just graduated from a university, Mount Marty University. Yeah. Uh, spent my last two years there. Uh, okay. Thousand point score, two time all conference there. So, and I'm currently trying to still catch a contract. You feel me? That's a fact. But um, yeah. That's that's what I'm saying right now, my boy. That's what's up, man. Shit, you know, I remember, I remember them days in the gym. Niggas used to put the rock in the door at the gym just to get in the motherfucking gym because they was yeah, close I got and the, shit. I got the memories on my phone right now. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! But uh, so uh, you're located in uh, Aurora right now, aren't you? Yes, sir. Okay, 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 okay. Everything, everything straight out there. I know they've been protesting and riot. Everything good out there in in, uh, in your area? Yeah, it's pretty smooth. Everybody's been riding in Denver and shit. Aurora ain't really been that bad. I stayed right by the Aurora Courthouse too, matter of fact. Okay. But uh, there's been there's been uh, people um, protesting outside the courthouse out there. So okay. Yeah, um, but other than that, it's all been in Denver, bro. I even went up there one day just to see what he was talking about, just to feel the vibe. Yeah, and they was, kicking, they was kicking some white dude out the protest. <laughs> For real? <laughs> yeah, bro. They had um, they had kicked him out the protest, bro. I don't know what happened or what was said. I just seen some white little dude getting pushed out of a big-ass crowd. And a bunch of people just saying, get the fuck out of here. Damn. Pointing at them. Motherfuckers running up on them. <laughs> pushing them. I'm like, oh yeah, it's gonna go down. Yeah, it's gonna go down. But uh, shit, how you feel about how you feel about? Be honest, man. How you feel about the protests and the riot, the riots that's been going on the past two and a half weeks? Uh, <clears throat> personally, I feel like it's it's well needed at this time. Like the world needs to know about like what's going on and stuff. I feel the same way. Uh, I, I feel the same way uh, about that too, because, like I said a couple episodes ago, I feel like that we need to, you know, come together like butt cheeks, and you know, have that, have that, have that plan and stuff, have that plan and action for everything that's going on. Because you know, like you can't be out there, which feel me like a chicken with his head cut off you running in motherfucking dior store grabbing handmade bags and shit like feel me like what's the purpose what's your plan you feel me hell yeah yeah i don't understand that you know what i'm saying but people just trying to take advantage of the time you know what i'm saying that's all it is and even people doing that they still don't 
them people are the people who don't understand, you know, because they not they not protesting the right shit. Yeah, they not. But, uh, they not. Yeah, that's my opinion. They 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 definitely not protesting the stuff that's going on they just out here like it's some people out here and you know you know i'm you know louisville louisville kentucky like my first home you know and like niggas my niggas has been in the city going hard my boy chauncey he real close with jack harlow him jack harlow uh bryson tiller and uh uh d'angelo russell they've been in the streets they've been in the field you know so when I see when I when I when I see shit like that, all I can do is respect it because it's some people that it might be your favorite artist, your favorite football player. These niggas is silent than a motherfucker. Yeah. These. Uh, they, yeah. I feel like because of this, there will be an upside. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Definitely. Because um, I feel like. Especially because of this, there's a lot more attention on black-owned businesses, and blacks are trying to support blacks more than they have before. I feel like uh, so. Shit. Like, cause when I'm when I was doing my like a detail just the other day, bro, there was like four other people that wrote by asking about like my prices, what I got going on, do I have my car, you know, and there was. A couple uh, black dudes rolling by. He was like, yeah, man, I'll, I'm all in, especially in a time like this, all in to supporting black businesses, black-owned, black young men. Yes, you know sir. what I mean? And I, and I feel like that's going to be a lot, you know, better looking forward, you know, to the years. Oh, yeah. Uh, as long as people maintain and are consistently, you know, trying to bring each other up and pull each other down and shit, so that's, I feel like we headed in a good direction, you know, so. I, I feel the I feel the I feel the same way too, but I, I feel like that we, we still gotta knock some kinks out and we gotta, you know, uh, as niggas, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. We gotta do our our own research on this, a lot of situations because niggas don't even know what the fuck is going on. They don't know that a, a a billionaire white man is funding Black Lives Matter, and I don't know if a lot of pe- a lot of blacks want to grasp it and, and 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 like do more research on it. But they keep talking about Black Lives Black Lives Matter. So when people are donating millions of dollars, that's going back to the white man saying George Soros, and nobody knows this motherfucker. You know. He 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 is, you know, a hundred percent created Black Lives Matter to get that bag back, and that's a problem, Miles. That's a huge problem, and I think we need to, uh, you know, find that problem and find a solution. Cause like if you if you if you turn it the other cheek about when we're talking about stuff like that, who's behind everything, manipulating and stuff? Cause he's a diabolical motherfucker. That's you you kind of you kind of. Uh, part of the problem because you're not a part of the solution you know so i think as as our culture and our community we need to do a little bit more research because it's strength in numbers bro it's 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 big time strength in numbers you feel me hell yeah it's it's that's so, how they do it in mexico and, and in mexico they don't play they don't play that shit down there they don't play that shit in mexico bro you're not gonna no the police you're not gonna no 
They they not playing that. The narch they run that shit down there. <laughs> <laughs> they not having none of that shit, bro. You think? Gummy, strong out here, boy. It's over with. It's over with. So let me ask you this, man. So like, what made you wanted to get into the black entrepreneurship? Because I know you are, you a hooper, man. I know you got goals and aspirations to still get overseas to play some ball. What made you want to start your own business up? Because I don't like working with no foreign nobody. <laughs> I already know. I don't, I don't like, you know, taking taking orders and like it's I feel like I've always wanted to own a business and I've always that's always what I wanted to do. So shoot, ain't nothing gonna stop me from what I wanna do, period. And I feel like I can when I feel like I can do something on the same level as a business or a corporation or even better, shit, I'm about to do that. Yeah. I'll work on my own business corporation for 15 years and see where I get, you know? Oh, yeah. And it, and it's funny. It's funny because I always ask, like, up-and-coming black entrepreneurs. I'd be like, well, so what What? What got you into black entrepreneurship? And they give me all this, you know, my grandfather. Blah, 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 blah. You gave me a straight answer. You were like, man, listen, I ain't trying to work for nobody. Like, you know how it is, bro. Like, a nigga can tell you what to do, bro. You don't yeah, want that. You know how it is. And you know how it is when you go to work and you got a manager. That manager going to be like, hey, can you do this and that? Can you show up this and that? You show up 10 minutes late, they going to say something to you. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. Like, you there an hour later, you know what I'm saying? They not going to say shit. Like, Nah, bro, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I don't like that. You know, I like to have a little bit of freedom with my, with my, when I'm getting my, when I feel like I can get money with freedom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what Jay-Z said. Financial freedom, my only hope. That's what he said. A lot of niggas weren't yeah, catching that okay. shit, like, you know, so, uh, so you, it's you and your brother that got the business, right? Yeah. And all, for all the listeners that don't know, nepotism, that's very important in our culture. Uh, white people do it. They hire their brothers. They hire their cousin that just got out of the rehab. They hire their auntie. They hire their granny. Us niggas, we don't do that. We don't hire our family. We don't give our family jobs. I think we need to do that more. And we need to partner, partner up with more family. Oh, yeah. This is, this is family home. You that's know a fact. Saying? This is family home, my boy. I'm like, yeah, all money in, no money out. R.I.P. Nip, nigga. Nip said it. Shit. Ain't no bread getting out. That's a fact. That is a fact, man. So uh, I heard you said earlier that you're a part of the uh, the Thousand Point Club in Mount Monte College. I just want to give you big ups on that. Con congrats. Congrats, because a lot of niggas can't score 20 points. So when if a nigga yeah, score a thousand, <laughs> and bro, you know I only played three years in my career, my college career. I played one at Lashen, and then I played two over there. And so I have like four, uh, fourteen hundred. 
career points. Okay. Okay. So, uh, where did you play at? That's, that's, that's really smooth. So, where, where was you at before you came to Lassen? I was at William Penn. Can you tell us some of the experiences at William Penn? Yeah, so I was at William Penn, bro. I was out there on some bullshit. Tell the listeners, because the, cause the, cause the, the young bulls, they need to learn this shit. Yeah, so they recruited me with like a hundred other people. Damn. That's a football yeah, team, so- <laughs> So yeah, when we got there, they had to separate us in two two big ass groups. When you do preseason conditioning, and so like they already had hella returners for their varsity squad and shit like this. They had a varsity team and a, a varsity reserve and shit like that. Yeah. So, bro, uh, it was basically like a big ass tryout. So I went up there, bro. I played JV all year. Nigga, don't got no film, no stats. That shit don't even count on my shit, nigga. <laughs> yeah, I love how you brought you you you, you, you brush past that shit. Yeah, so no film, no stats, my boy. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. That's crazy, man. So, but look, you made it out the fire, bro. Like, what you what you if, if you could go back in time, you think you would have changed up some shit you did back then? Fresh out of high school. Yeah, but if I would have went that, my whole route would have went different. I already know. You think? Yeah, because, bro, like, if I would have went to Colorado out of high school, bro, I probably would have went to school in Colorado, and I probably would have never even went to Cali. Mm. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Mm. But I think going to Cali was one of the best things I've done. Yeah. Going to Cali. Yeah. My two years out there, bro, was a fun, good ass two years, man, bro. I met, man. I met some good ass. I met some. <laughs> bro, it was fun out there, bro, for my two years. Like, even though we was in whack ass Susanville. Shout out to Susanville. It was, it was cool to be out in Cali and go fucking to Monterey Bay, to Santa Cruz. <laughs> All that, bro. That shit was lit, bro. I like, I love that shit. Yeah, you remember we took that trip down to L.A.? Yeah, man. We went to L.A., man. We went to... Man, we was out there hooping at Dominguez Hills, man. Yes, sir, man. Shout out to Dominguez Hills, Carson, California. Yeah, so, shoot. We was out there, man. That shit was fun to me, bro. That was my best two years of college, bro. For real. <coughs> oh yeah, that was that was that was stupid lit. That was I wish we could have done more out there. Uh we had we had a shit. The, the 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 year that we was there together, we I think we had probably top ten talent in the in the state. Yeah, I wish you would have been there for my for the two years I was there. Uh-huh. When the year before you came, we had a, a better squad, bro. We we if we had that Squad put together, bro. We would have probably won the state. We would have fucked around. And, we would have fucked around and did something, man. But you know, you know, you know, powers could be you know, motherfuckers who was in power. They didn't, they didn't let niggas shine, man. They didn't want nobody to shine except them. So, oh yeah, man. 
Yeah. I already know, man. It's all good though. We we still spreading love out this motherfucker, so I don't want shift gears, man. But uh, like right now, like we in June. What's up with Corona? Is this shit still going on, or or is niggas? Cause I'm yeah. down I'm down here in Florida. Niggas is living normal. Okay, well let me tell you this: motherfuckers is still walk around with this damn Corona, cough around bad bacteria shit <laughs> in the grocery stores. <laughs> Yeah, Mother, that shit is still going around, bro. It is. That's a, that is a fact. That is a they fact. They're not talking about it. They nobody talking about it no more, bro. That shit. You gonna tell me that that pandemic lasted that long and now it just disappeared as soon as uh, riots happening? Nobody talks about Corona no more. Nobody talks about Corona. Uh. They don't, and it's just like they call it the pandemic. I shot you that movie. What, what, what's that movie called we watched last week? Above the Majestic. Above Majestic, the realest movie out. Everybody go watch that. Movie. Man, if you got Hulu, get it. That movie is legit. They talk about everything. Everything y'all niggas need to know, they talk about, bro. Yes, Above Majestic is that shit. <sighs> That shit was crazy, bro. Like, man, what 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 was what was the most interesting part in the movie that you thought? The fact that it was interesting, but also confusing. They were talking about how people, how the military will take kids at like five years old, take them to like military camps and shit like that, and do that for like. 20 years, and then age regress them after the fact. When they get to 25, they call age regress them back to spot. And, bro, like, that shit was just so crazy to me. They call that MK Ultra. Uh, you, you know, know what I'm talking about, bro? When they age regress them? Yes. Like, they... they uh, uh, dude was 25, and they put him back to 20. And it's it's funny because after the movie was like shot, developed, then they put the movie out. He was dead. Two people died. Yeah, they died. Yeah, and he and that nigga looked healthy as hell. That nigga was murdered, bro. He had to be. Uh, yeah. But it's funny because I sent that movie out. So when I watched it, my stepfather told me to watch it. All right, and he just told me to watch it, and I watched it, and it was good. It was on Hulu. I shot, I shot it to my boy Shaylin, who was on episode 18, America. Go get that shit on all different streaming platforms. And he he told me, he texted me like two days later, and he was like, damn, this movie really fucked me up. And I'm like, what are you talking about, Ray Straight? Like, he was like, yeah, I'm good, bro. But he was just like, he said he remembers being, he's from, he's from California. He's always been gifted. He, he told me he's always been gifted. He was always the only nigga in the class. He said he used to go to field trips and his friends used to ask him, why wouldn't you at the field trip? And if you watched above the, majestic, above the Majestic, they used to say that they used to get the kids when they used to take them on field trips. So that right there, that right there, that's an eye opener, bro. Like, shit, you, you don't know, bro. Like, Yeah, that's just crazy, man. You don't know, bro. That can be listening to us right now. Yeah, it probably are. Two real niggas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care, man, but 
the thing, the most interesting thing on that on the on the on the movie that got me when they were talking about uh Antarctica. Oh yeah. When they were talking about uh how they're how I'm gonna give you a little backstory because I feel like the motherfuckers need to hear this shit. So, have you seen Indiana Jones? Yeah, I've seen it, but I ain't seen that shit in shit. Uh, years. Watch it, but watch it for the dialogue and watch it for the information that they're putting out. Okay, Indiana Jones, Doctor Jones, uh, Harrison Ford played him. The shit. The first one came out in 1981. Second one came out in 1984. Uh, they were ahead of his time. If you watch Above the Majestic, they talk about how the Germans went to Antarctica first, and they were basically burnt, like, like heating up, heating up ice to get to the bottom of Antarctica. And they talk about they found a a hole that it, that that is accessible to get into a city full of reptilians. They call them Dracos, the real big lizard people. They said they stand from eight feet to fourteen feet tall, and the Germans knew about it. And so we had an admiral, Admiral Richard Byrd. Indiana Jones is a depiction of Admiral Richard Byrd. He had a voyage down to Antarctica in the 30s. If you watch Indiana Jones, all the movies are set in the 30s. You get what I'm saying? So the information is so plain sight. That the average motherfucker ain't gonna catch it and grasp it. So my favorite, my entry, my most interesting part of that flick was when they was talking about Antarctica, bro. Because there was a treaty signed by all different countries to only do peaceful research on that continent. There's something down there. You feel me? But niggas will never know. And then another, another dope part is when they were talking about uh, how... You remember when Elon Musk was saying that it takes six months to get to Mars? We've we we've we've been on Mars and the Moon for the past fifty something years. That's all a lie, bro. They landed on the it's it's they have U.S. military bases on the Moon right now as we speak. And if you do not believe me, go research it. Anybody who tunes in the Best Vanessa's podcast, listen to it, man. Like research it. And the fact that he said that there's eight planets in our universe that has human life. And two of them talk and walk just like us. Man, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to planet hop. You hear me? Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> you ain't fucking Hell. with the planet hopping? Hell no. You go to that other planet, they gon' you ain't getting back, bro. <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> you not getting back, bro. You don't, hey. Mm-hmm. Everything out there is really controlled by the government. You think it's controlled out here? Oh my lord! You gonna go out there? Everything's controlled. They gonna put your ass in the space camp. Who me? Yeah, your ass in the space camp, and they gonna feed you space food. Hell no! I can't eat that. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no! I can't have no motherfucking space food. You feel me? Man, they don't know. But it's something out there, though. It's something in the water, too. It's something in the oceans. But who knows? Who fucking knows, bro? So, uh, did you hear about the NBA coming back? Did you hear all the comments from Kyrie and, and Dwight and Lou Williams and LeBron? I ain't hear LeBron yet, but I heard everybody else. 
<coughs> do you agree? Who do you what, what what side are you on on this? Who do you agree with? So they're basically saying no, they don't want to hoop. It's only forty people, and it's so it's so it's Chris Paul. Chris Paul is the president of the NBA P, uh, NBA PA, whatever you call it. And it's six other people that are on the board. I think it's like uh, Kyrie's one of them, Kyle Lowry's one of them, a whole bunch of like veteran players. But there's 40 people. They had a Zoom meeting, as they say. This is what they said. That's what the information they put out on social media. They had a Zoom meeting with about 100 players, and 40 of the players did not want to play in Orlando because in Orlando, this is I, I live in Jacksonville. I'm two hours from Orlando. So it's so many facilities to play ball down there. So they're going to have a bubble to the point where none of the players can bring their family. Uh, it's just the players, and they're going to be down there for about like two and a half to three months. How do you feel about that? Yeah, that's weird. The NBA just wants to do it, keep business rolling. Everybody just wants to keep business rolling. Bro. That's, that's all, all it is, bro. That's all it is. You heard? You heard Kyrie said it was basically it was. Basically, uh, a form of racism. It's a, and then I'm critical about some of the shit Kyrie does. I I was a huge fan of Kyrie when he first came into the league, but that whole Boston and and, and Cleveland thing that pissed me off. I think he ruined something real real great, and I think that that's what that's what people view him now. They view him as a spoiled rich kid that that, that think he can come out and say anything. But on the other side, at the end of the day. This is the problem what I had. This is what I. This is the problem what I have with certain people. It, whatever profession you do, okay, I podcast and I work with kids and I coach ball. You clean cars, you hoop. At the end of the day, you're a person before all of that. You, 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 your character outvalues all of that. I feel like that they're looking at them as just ball players. And at the end of the day, when you when you when you're when you have the ability to retain information and knowledge, you're going to learn some shit. And I feel like that. They're put in a position to have a platform and to talk. So, but when these players come out and talk, you got fans talking about shut up. They just need to play ball. I, I, I was arguing. I was arguing with a motherfucker on Instagram, and I was telling him, I was like, "Hey man, like, it's a it's it's a distraction right now because you you, you would rather watch these niggas play ball than march and stand up for a, a greater cause." Yeah, man. I don't know, but like. You know, the government is not going to fucking arrest nobody. That's how I feel. They, they better fucking... What's taking so damn long to arrest somebody, for real? Because if I stole... You know, hey, because And I feel you, because if I stole a pack of cookies, I might ass be in jail. So... Yeah. So, I just... I feel like that you got, you got more players... Getting aware, so when they get aware, they're like, "Hey," because those billionaires, every NBA owner has another business adventure. They just don't get money from the NBA. So they're trying to. They say you're supposed to have seven streams of income to be a millionaire. These niggas is billionaires. So I feel like that it's it's a form of racism. It's a distraction. On our people, yeah, bro. and we don't need sports right now. We need justice. Start. I, I would just cancel the season and just start that shit up on regular time, late October, early November. 
See, I just don't, like, nigga, you, how is niggas going to cancel a year? Like, damn. Bro, I don't want to. I don't want to see these niggas cancel the season, but they got to, bro. They have to. They 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 have to cancel the season. They have to. So I don't know, bro. I want to see niggas hoop, but right now I'm like I'm chilling, hooping, bro. You feel me? Yeah. So. Hey, man. We might have to conclude this uh, interview. Well, well, I got some questions for you. Let's go ahead and wrap it up, all right? I got a couple questions right. for you. Let's go ahead and wrap it up, all right? I know you got to go. My, my my boy's a businessman, so I got some closing questions for you, all right? Hot or cold? Yeah, go ahead, bro. Hot or cold? What do you mean hot or cold? Hot or cold. You like stuff hot or you like stuff cold? I like stuff lukewarm. Oh, man. It's hot or cold, man. Hot. All right, man. Pizza or tacos? Tacos. Tacos. Netflix or the club? Netflix. All right, man. Spaghetti or lasagna? Spaghetti. Okay, okay. PlayStation or Xbox? PlayStation. Okay, but when I first met you, you had an Xbox, nigga. Yeah, now I got a PlayStation, nigga. Okay, cool bet. Ass or titties? Ass. Okay, cool. Hold okay. on. Nike or Adidas? Nike. Okay. Nike all day. Just oh, do it. No okay. Adidas. <laughs> Cake or pie? Cake. Mm, okay, okay. Blunts or joints? Blunts. Okay, okay. And the last question, if if you could remake a movie and star in it, what movie would it be? Ooh, if I could remake a movie and star in it? Yeah. Friday. Friday. What would you be? You'd be Craig or Smokey or Data. <laughs> You'd be Craig. <laughs> I'll be Craig. <laughs> All right, Cole, man, I, I, pre- I appreciate you for the call-in for Best Finesse's podcast. Tell the listeners, where can they find you at? They can find me on Instagram, cjohnson underscore 11. Okay. Uh, one of one mobile details. Okay. Either or. Okay, what, uh, what, what, what platforms are you on? I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, and uh, our website is currently in process. Oh, man, that's that's great, man. You got any merch coming out? Oh, yes, most definitely. Okay, bet. Well, I appreciate it, man. Hopefully, we can have you on in a live person podcast because, of you know, you in Denver, I'm in Jacksonville. It's all good. It's all love, man. But appreciate the love, man. And you can find Best yeah, Finesters man. at... No uh, problem, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you can find uh, Best Finesters on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. Uh, we're on all different streaming platforms. Uh, Apple Music. <laughs> uh, I mean, Apple uh, Apple Op, uh Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, we're on all that, man. Thank you, episode 20. We signing out. Appreciate it, bro. Yes, sir. All right.